What up, Ring Crew Army, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and on this episode of the Square Circle Podcast, we'll be going over the main event for night two of Wrestling Dantaku 2021. I know it's a bit late in the month to keep going over Wrestling Dantaku, but as you guys know, Japan was on lockdown for a bit of like half the month. So I had to stretch out these New Japan pro wrestling shows and also take care of stuff in real life. Regardless, I'm here to talk about Will Ospreay versus Shingo for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. And you know what? Will Ospreay has definitely been growing on me ever since he has become the focus point of the United Empire, even though the United Empire is most certainly the most unified team that New Japan Pro Wrestling has. But because he has the spotlight on him and he went to get the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title off of Kota Ibushi, now it has become a little bigger of a spotlight. And yeah, he has been growing on me. I still have respect for him. I will slowly probably become a fan and just watch how he grows the heavyweight division and also push New Japan Pro Wrestling forward because he is a champion. He is the face of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Sorry to everyone out there who probably doesn't think that he is or probably would think that New Japan should have put the title on someone else. I could understand why Will Ospreay is not everyone's type of tea. And I could understand why most people do praise Will Ospreay. And Will Ospreay is definitely a polarizing figure in terms of you either hate him or you love him or you're somewhere in between where you could definitely respect his body of work and definitely respect the fact that he is on another level. I'm one of those fans that is basically in the middle of having a lot of respect for Will Ospreay and watching him grow even further into the wrestler that he wants to become. And he's doing an amazing job with it so far. I am neither a fan nor a hater of Ospreay, but I do respect that he's in this business and he has been giving us some really good matches and some really good storytelling. He does storytelling a little bit different from other wrestlers. He definitely wears his heart on his sleeve and what he says he definitely does accomplish. When he said he's taking the belt from Kota Ibushi, he was definitely well prepared way more than Kota Ibushi. Now that we know that Kota Ibushi was fighting through his foot injury that he suffered during night one at Wrestle Kingdom 15 when he faced Naito. And then he had to wrap it up and make sure that it was okay to go to wrestle 48 minutes with Jay White for night two and didn't pick up the title due to that injury, which is weird. Anyway, now that we're here, Will Ospreay took the championship off of Kota Ibushi and is now facing against Shingo. Shingo is one of the most worthiest New Japan Pro wrestlers to face Ospreay for that championship title. I was surprised that during the New Japan Cup of 2021 that our finals would be Will Ospreay versus Shingo to go on to face Kota Ibushi. And Shingo put on one hell of a match and Shingo put on one hell of a match for this one for the main event of night two of wrestling Dantaku. Shingo has definitely surprised me. 
I never really paid attention to shingle matches, but I became very impressed watching the few matches that I got to watch on New Japan World. And I do know I can go back into the archives and watch any other shingle match that I want to. A lot of fans on Twitter always say that Osprey versus Shingo are always the best matches. And I will eventually go back and watch those. And let's see, maybe I'll do a podcast about it, explaining and breaking down the match like I usually do. However, Shingo is definitely worthy of one day holding that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title, whether he has to take it off of Osprey or whoever defeats Osprey next. It won't be Okada, though. I don't think that they're going to give the belt back to Okada as much as Okada is the face of New Japan Pro Wrestling, no matter what, you know, I don't think that they're going to have Will Ospreay drop the belt to Okada when we get to a Tokyo Dome matchup. Anyway, let's jump into Shingo Takagi versus Will Ospreay for that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. We start off with both men trying to look for an opening. They are evenly matched. They have fought each other many times. So they know the routine. They know the deal. And the first person that tries to get the first hold will probably have control for half the match, maybe most of the match. But the first hold is definitely crucial between both of these men in the ring. Both come out with swings and they both miss each other's moves. Shingo comes with a clothesline. Osprey does a spinning kick. There's a headlock by Shingo to Osprey. And this is where Osprey switches and does a shoulder block. Some forearms exchange. And Shingo comes in with a double chop to Osprey, which knocks Osprey down to the ring. And Osprey springs back up like a cat. Osprey does a short knee to Shingo and follows it up with a running boot. Shingo bounces off the ropes and gives Osprey a shoulder block and then tries for a senton, but Osprey rolls out of the way and tries to do a side headlock takeover. But then it turns into a head scissors by Shingo and both men kick out and both men are back up. They create some distance between each other because they know each other so well in the ring. Osprey and Shingo try for a test of strength next with some added quick headbutts. Osprey then throws Shingo into the ropes. However, on the way back, Shingo does a very high back body drop to Will Osprey. And then Shingo comes in with a knee to Osprey's back as he holds Osprey's wrist. Some body shots to Osprey, a knee to the gut, a shoulder tackle, and then a senton. Shingo goes for the cover, does a kick out at two, and Shingo goes for a side headlock on Osprey. At this point in the match, in the very beginning of the match, Shingo has the upper hand and the advantage over Will Osprey. Osprey gets into the ropes, but Shingo follows him with a knee and then sends Osprey out into the ring. Osprey comes in with a kick to Shingo, and that propels Shingo to the other side of the ropes, where Shingo now runs at Will Osprey with a clothesline and hits him over the top rope. Both men are now on the outside, where it could get a little bit dangerous. Shingo then slams Osprey's face onto the ring apron. Then Osprey sends Shingo into the barricade once he recovers. Osprey was about to do a back body drop to Shingo on the barricade, but Shingo reverses it. And does a side headlock takeover to Will Osprey. Osprey then charges. Shingo does a drop toho to Osprey, and Osprey hits the side of his ribs against the barricade. And this is where I truly thought that the match was going to turn in Shingo's favor. 
And it did for quite a while. But Will Ospreay's resilience and the love that he has for that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title definitely did not deter Will Ospreay from, spoiler alert, winning this match and keeping the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. Shingo then sends Ospreay into the ring post and then drops him face first again onto the apron. And then Shingo gets distracted by the United Empire. The United Empire is at ringside. However, they do not interfere in this match at all from start to finish. The United Empire of Aaron Hanare, Jeff Cobb, and the Great Okan are out there to support Will Ospreay and cheer him on as he takes on Shingo. Will Ospreay then knocks Shingo back to the outside and throws him into the barricade and does a back body drop on the apron. Osprey starts working on Shingo's arm. Osprey grabs the announcer's table. After he, once again, kisses his IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title, he takes that table and brings it around ringside. On the other side, Shingo has his own table. Shingo just decides to throw his table at Osprey, who has his own table, and knocks Osprey down to the ground. Shingo is then seen setting up both tables on the outside. Osprey then suplexes Shingo back into the ring to avoid the tables. Shingo was trying to flip Osprey onto the tables early, but as you know, we get to those tables a little bit later on in this match. Osprey then does a springboard elbow to Shingo. Osprey goes for a cover. Shingo kicks out a two, and then there's an elbow to Shingo, a chop in the corner, and a backbreaker, another cover, and kick out a two. Osprey snaps Shingo's arm on the ring apron and then pushes Red Shoes out of the way to continue attacking Shingo's arm. At this point, Osprey has Shingo on the outside and Osprey ties up Shingo's arm within the ring post and pulls on it to do further damage to his arm. Osprey then pulls Shingo into the ring post and smashes Shingo's arm against the post as well. And guiding him onto the apron again, Will Ospreay twists his body down so that way the force and the momentum can hurt Shingo's arm again. Osprey drives his knee into Shingo's left arm when he gets back into the ring and slams Shingo's arm across his shoulder. And then Osprey decides to kick Shingo's arm. The more times that Osprey is working on Shingo's arm, this will lessen Shingo's grip and power so that way Shingo cannot do his two moves that require his arm to pick up Osprey for the Last of the Dragon and Made in Japan finishers that Shingo has. So will Osprey working on a body part is a very smart move, a very smart strategy move in terms of when you're fighting against Shingo, who's not going to give up and who's going to take you to the very limit. At least in some capacity of Will Ospreay working on Shingo's arm, this would definitely give Will Ospreay the advantage while it gives a disadvantage to Shingo. Osprey tries again to bring Shingo's arm down across his own shoulder. Shingo reverses that into a rear naked choke. But Osprey backs Shingo into the corner. Shingo doesn't have enough strength in his arm and hand to keep that rear naked choke on Osprey. However, Shingo gets himself fired up into the corner 
And these kicks that Osprey are giving him does not face Shingo. The chops that Osprey is giving Shingo does not face him at all. And he absorbs this elbow shot that Osprey gives to Shingo and even a straight right hand. And Shingo gives Osprey a DDT. Then we get a body slam and then a vertical suplex and a cover. Osprey kicks out at two. There are combination strikes for Shingo. Osprey reverses and chops Shingo and then ties up Shingo in the corner as in the tree of woe. Osprey then proceeds to slap Shingo and also give him some kicks. And then we get a reverse bloody Sunday. Shingo kicks out at two when Osprey covers him. Shingo then does a back body drop to Osprey to avoid the Stormbreaker. There's a dragon screw by Osprey onto Shingo. Shingo goes for a suplex on Osprey. Osprey reverses into a stunner. Osprey drop kicks Shingo's arm. Again, remember, he's working on that arm so that way Shingo doesn't have enough power to do Made in Japan and also Last of the Dragon. Osprey then applies a double wrist lock submission, which is Kushida's move. And Kushida named that move the hoverboard. However, Shingo gets himself to the ropes, causes a rope break. Will Osprey then grabs Shingo's wrist, wanting to gain wrist control. However, Shingo breaks free, and then Osprey does a rolling forearm. Tries for the Oz cutter, but Shingo tries for Death Valley Driver. Osprey lands on his feet, and then does a shooting star press onto Shingo. However, Shingo gets the knees up. Shingo comes in with the Noshi, the Noshigami, right? Noshigami. Shingo comes in with the Noshigami to Osprey, a wheelbarrow suplex to Osprey, a cover, and Osprey kicks out at two. We get another forearm exchange where Osprey kicks Shingo's bad arm, but then Shingo catches his leg and decides to toss his Will Osprey's foot back. However, that allowed the momentum to propel Osprey into the air, and Osprey did another full rotation and came down directly on his back. Osprey then ducks the sliding lariat from Shingo and misses a kick, but hits his elbow to Shingo. Osprey gets caught, lands on his feet, jumping kick to Shingo by Osprey. Both men reverse another jumping kick, and Shingo connects with a sliding lariat finally. Both men are still fighting. We get Shingo with a strong lariat, Osprey with a big boot to Shingo in the ropes. And that stuns Shingo for a couple of seconds for Osprey to go and do a top rope Spanish fly. Osprey comes in with a cover. There is a kick out at two. Osprey now hangs Shingo on the top rope and does that beautiful shooting star press onto Osprey's back. Osprey goes for another cover. Shingo kicks out. And after some more fighting, they take it to the apron. And on the outside are those two tables that were set up earlier in the match. When I first watched this match, I didn't remember that they had a table spot. And when Shingo did Made in Japan through the table with Will Osprey, that was the biggest pop of the night. Every other match was good on the card. This main event just upped New Japan Pro Wrestling and their wrestlers and their storytelling 
And I was quite happy that New Japan Pro Wrestling is allowing certain wrestlers to branch out and do certain spots and moves that you won't typically see in a New Japan Pro Wrestling match because New Japan is all about tradition and wrestling and keep it in the ring and make sure that the bout has a decisive winner. Obviously, New Japan Pro Wrestling is evolving their rules and traditions where you can have certain people cheat because, you know, they're heels and it makes sense. You can have certain people who have this type of story like Shingo versus Osprey for that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. And that title meaning two different things to two different wrestlers that believe in wrestling in two different ways, probably. And they end up having a table match just to show you, the viewer at home, how much this championship means to either one of them. If Shingo is willing to put his body on the line and through the perils of trying to take that championship away from Will Ospreay, why not use the table to try and hurt Ospreay way more than Shingo was probably feeling hurt about his arm? The same thought could go for Ospreay. Ospreay has really hard-hitting, very heavy attacks. Stormbreaker is definitely a heavy attack. His shooting star press where he puts his opponent on the top rope in order to do it to cause more damage. That's a very heavy attack. So Osprey has the attitude of I'm going to hurt my opponent as much as I can so that way I can retain the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. Osprey has shown that he would do whatever it takes to do so. In this particular table spot, that was the slight mindset of Shingo. Shingo is willing to do whatever he has to to dethrone the kingpin Will Ospreay. Obviously, we know that that's not the case, but... By having this spot in this match, having this match go to 45 minutes, having these guys go back and forth with everything that they have ever given, Shingo has a clear case to challenge for that championship title again if he wants to. New Japan Pro Wrestling is all about getting your reputation in and the higher the reputation, obviously, management will be like, yes, we'll grant you this, we'll grant you that. That's what it seems like. I'm not there. You guys know that. I'm not there yet. Anyway, that table spot was really the best thing that happened in this match. The match was great overall. That just pushed it to be that much worthy of a championship title defense from both of these guys that can definitely show you that either one of them can carry the company. Hell, even the Japanese media thought that Shingo doing Made in Japan on Will Ospreay to take that picture and to put it on the front cover of the weekly pro wrestling magazine was a great idea. Even if Will Ospreay says that it wasn't because he's the winner and it should have focused on him rather than that, they should have chosen a new picture. But if you want people to buy the magazine, you put that picture because that picture was really great. Even though, yeah, you do want to promote your champion but for those that missed the event and to have them buy it, you put that one because maybe Shingo is their favorite wrestler and they thought that Shingo had the opportunity to become IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. So why not? But I also understand where Will Ospreay is coming from. It's all an editorial thing. I totally get that. Anyway, 
At the count of 19, Will Ospreay gets back into the ring. Shingo does a sliding lariat and then another made in Japan goes for a cover kick out at two and Osprey just collapses from the exhaustion that he must be feeling at this moment. This is the 30 minute mark of this match. At this point in the match, Red Shoes is definitely concerned for Osprey and axes his stablemates, which is the United Empire, who is cheering him on at ringside if... They think that Red Shoes should call the match and you can hear a resounding no from the members that they're really cheering on Osprey. Osprey got this and Osprey really does continue the match. He's on autopilot. So is Shingo. Shingo comes in with a clothesline to Osprey in the corner. Osprey tries for her Karana. However, Shingo held onto the rope. Shingo then leaps. There's an Oz cutter involved, a cover, and a kick out at two. Osprey tries for another Oz cutter. He hits it on Shingo, goes for another cover. Shingo kicks out at two. Will Osprey then picks up Shingo, about to do the Chelsea grin on Shingo. However, Shingo reverses that with an elbow to the back of Will Osprey's head. Osprey then does two strong forearms to Shingo, which knocks him down to a knee. And Osprey then positions Shingo for the setup of the hidden blade, backs up into the corner, does a charge to Shingo. However, Shingo just collapses. Osprey then does some mini kicks to Shingo. Shingo then captures Osprey and puts him into the ropes to drive his elbow into Osprey's chest as he brings him down to the mat. This is known as Shingo's GTR. And then does a left arm lariat to Osprey. After some time, even though both men are exhausted, they're still going. Osprey and Shingo counter each other again until Shingo catches Osprey in the Oz cutter. So Shingo does the Oz cutter on Osprey, which is another big pop in this match. Then the pumping bomber, which is a strong lariat is done to Osprey by Shingo, and that turns him inside out. Shingo goes for the cover, and Osprey kicks out at two. Osprey does a pop-up crucifix pin to Shingo. Shingo kicks out. There is a rolling forearm to Shingo, as well as a hook kick Osprey. And now both men are countering each other's finishers. Osprey then does a poison rana to Shingo. Shingo recovers and absorbs that as if it's nothing, as if his dragon soul just ate it and delivers his own poison rana to Osprey. Osprey then quickly comes in with a hidden blade attack, covers Shingo. Shingo kicks out at two. At this point, both men are tired and exhausted. Everyone in the arena and all the fans watching at home can definitely see this. However, that does not stop Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay tries to pick up Shingo for his next attack. However, Shingo is definitely dead weight. And at this point, Osprey does get him up for attack and Shingo just absorbs Osprey's attack. That gives Shingo the much needed boost to give Osprey a flurry of forearms into the ropes. From those flurries of attacks... Shingo manages to do a pop-up Dead Valley driver to Osprey. Osprey absorbs that and 
both Osprey and Shingo have another exchange of shots. And then Shingo tries for the pumping bomber only to have Will Osprey counter it with a Spanish fly. Osprey goes over and covers and Shingo kicks out. Osprey tries for Stormbreaker that gets countered a clothesline, a knee from Osprey to Shingo, headbutts, slaps, forearms, double chops. All that is done by Shingo to Osprey. And another flurry of forearms to Shingo and a huge headbutt. Straight right hand and another headbutt. Osprey now has wrist control on Shingo and does a short arm rainmaker to Shingo. Taking a page out of Okada's book. And then as Shingo is in the middle of the ring, Will Osprey is able to do the hidden blade and follow that up with a stormbreaker to Shingo. Bring Shingo down to the mat, goes over for the cover. One, two, three. Will Ospreay retains the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. Shingo versus Osprey was definitely a good match from start to finish. The United Empire comes in and takes care of Osprey. He is so exhausted. So is Shingo. Shingo is also exhausted. And the United Empire is in the ring celebrating. Well, Osprey gives his post-match comments that he beat Shingo. He did it. He's looking to face Okada and that the championship does mean everything to him. Well, Osprey is definitely setting the bar high for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title. And he's definitely going to need a worthy opponent to dethrone him if we eventually get there or Osprey might carry that title for a very long time. As far as we know from the reports from New Japan Pro Wrestling, the Tokyo Dome match that Osprey supposed to have against Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship title has been postponed. There is no update on when that would happen. However, we do know that New Japan Pro Wrestling is going to start back up their wrestling tour starting on May 22nd in Arachi and then traveling the circuit and going into Kurikan Hall back in Tokyo for the remainder of the month. As for Tokyo Dome, that's still up in the air. Regardless, everyone has taken some time to relax and heal up. Osprey definitely needs to heal up after his match with Shingo. And I bet once the tour starts going going to see both united empire and bullet club be dominant on those tours all right ladies and gentlemen that is all of my analysis of will osprey versus shingo for the iwgp world heavyweight championship title of night two of wrestling Dantaku. the main event was perfect it was amazing and if you guys have not checked it out yet, make sure to get yourself a NJPWworld.com subscription. It is only $9.99 a month and is better than the Peacock Network. I've been hearing some things about the Peacock Network and you're better off getting New Japan Pro Wrestling. So you could follow along on my podcast, the Square Circle Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Marie Shadows, and get all the breakdowns from start to finish, even the storyline updates and everything in between. And if you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoy talking about it, here are some ways you can show the Square Circle Podcast some love. This episode will be up on anchor.fm forward slash Square Circle Podcast. That is the home of the Square Circle Podcast. What's cool about Anchor is that you guys can leave me a voice message 
with your opinion. I'll listen to it and I'll play it on the podcast. And if I have a rebuttal, you guys would definitely hear it. And if you guys want to send me some money my way, you know, give me a tip for my hard work, you guys can definitely press that button as well. It is not mandatory, but it will help the channel along the way. You guys can also listen to this podcast episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcasts on. If you guys want to take it a step further, I am active on Twitter. We could talk wrestling 24-7 on Twitter. Make sure to follow me and at me at Marie underscore shadows. And if you want to visit the website, we do have a website. It is called ravagelands.com, R-A-V-A-G-E. LANDS.com. What you'll find there is wrestling, writing, and gaming. So, three for the price of one. Go support the website, www.ravagelands.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to an episode of the Square Circle Podcast. I am your host, Marie Shadows, and I'll see you guys on the next one.